Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. All right, mate. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good, good, good. Thank you. Nice to be back. Yeah, um, To listeners, it will feel like seamlessly we've just slipped in from yesterday, but really, it's been, what, eight days, ten days, something like that, since mm -hmm. we last recorded? Yeah. Festive spirit building, building, building within us. The festive first bit really is here. I was at a party yesterday. <laughs> don't go there. And uh, don't go to the party. No, don't go to the work party story <laughs> because <laughs> we might need that in a few days. Very true. Okay, we were at work instead <laughs> and no parties were involved. And uh, somebody, somebody was quite drunk and he just grabbed me and was like, I'm feeling so Christmassy. It was his birthday as well. He'd been drinking since like midday. And he, he had this Christmas jumper on, and I was like, you know what? I'm feeling it, too. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. There was a um, a good meme going around this week of, you know, the Peep Show episode when Jeremy is very insistent that Mark be as Christmassy as possible. Yeah. And then he shouts at everyone. He's like, that wasn't very Christmassy with a sad face. Yeah. There was, someone had, like, uh, mixed that with, like, Jeremy's face with... Theresa May yeah. after the vote of no confidence <laughs> just turned into the rest of our party saying that wasn't very Christmassy <laughs> <laughs> uh, which exactly. I did enjoy um, but what this little break has meant is that you're arriving into this episode with a story fresh for our Christmas subject today yeah. which is the old secret Santa yes you a fan of the secret Santa um, I kind of I'm hit and miss I get I get quite worried about it i get quite anxious about it i'm too scared of getting them something shit or yeah going too far or all of these <laughs> things that's the thing i i wouldn't fortunately as we talked about a few weeks ago like i my workplaces have never really been big enough to do secret santa so <laughs> i can i kind of avoid it but i just i don't think i have like the awareness of social situations to i wouldn't be able to know where the line was no i think i'd buy something and everyone would be like oh did you have to do that? Why, like, that was a bit much. What an iPad. Calm down. <laughs> no, I think I'd buy something that I thought was funny, and I feel like the joke just wouldn't <clears throat> land or something. Well, interestingly, so number one, one of them is behind you. Behind so, me? Yeah. Is this it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a sausage. <laughs> sausage yeah. party. It's a sausage party sausage. So what is sausage party? It's a Seth Rogen film. Oh, I remember that. I never saw it, but I remember the adverts. It, it was very good, very very offensive. And uh, I got Julia at work. Um, hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, I know she doesn't. Um, and her kids were found watching that one night, and they shouldn't have been right. And she had like two or three days. She'd come in, and we were trying to give her advice on like how to yeah. tell the kids they shouldn't have been doing it, and and all this stuff and it was like this big deal um, so I thought oh, I'll take that's this good because it's like it's a callback it's like yeah, a, yeah. a good stand up routine you have the little callback at the end like mm. this is funny because there's context yeah I, think, I hope hope she understands it when why she is it here it. well that's next Thursday oh okay <laughs> yeah I just didn't do it I just didn't <laughs> give it to them um, and I'll probably get a big bar of chocolate or something with yeah. it as well because that's the thing I'm not like I'm not, I don't want to, her to open that and think okay and then just put it down yeah like I want her to have something nice as well I mean come on yeah I mean I I have that panic about virtually every present yeah. I buy for anyone to the point where for you 
I've bought you two presents. Because <laughs> the first one I was literally carrying, I thought, no, I can't just give this. <laughs> Even though at the time I thought, oh, this is a great present, I'm happy with this. And then after a few minutes I just panicked. So <laughs> essentially the same thing has happened. Okay. Um, yeah, well, and so but, yesterday I gave some. Yeah. And uh, so I got... Uh, Anne, who is my boss, quite fortunately, out of like 30 odd people. Yeah. And um, I got a, a kind of little prince symbol uh, necklace. Cool. And some chocolate. Always with this chocolate. <laughs> and some chocolate. Because it's, it, I mean, it was like 15 quid, so I think that would have been good on was its own. Budget? But it was quite small. No, you just kind of do what oh, you can. See that, that, I think, would already throw me into all kinds of anxiety. I would, yeah. I would much prefer someone to be like 15 pounds, bang. Because. Mm. Then no one feels like a cheapskate. No one feels like they've gone wild. You get you get a real like um like one girl was given a uh, kind of selfie stick, and one of the best ones was Michael got uh, Martin a taxidermy mole in a bowl, <laughs> <laughs> just a little glass bowl with a mole in it. Nice. Um, and was there any context for that, or you just nope, thought that's a just funny present? That's random. I'm doing that. Yeah. I, that's a good line to go down, I think. Mm. Just go to, like, Snooper's Paradise and just get the strangest thing you can find. Yeah, exactly. Like, Mike Mike got uh, a Newcastle shirt. He's, a, he's from Newcastle. Yeah. And, um, like, a bit of paper that says, like, um, a starter kit, a Mike starter kit, and it's loads of these things, like these tropes, this, like, bob haircut thing and the kind of so chavvy nice shoes. As well, but that's, like, very... That's expensive, that present. It is, actually, yeah. See, this is, there, there should have been a budget set. Everyone, mm. I I can just imagine. Was everyone around watching as these were being opened? Yeah. Oh. Uh, not like you open it, everyone watch. Everyone's kind of... Uh, you could be unseen. Oh, I still hate it. it it's, it's literally giving me like anxiety sweats just imagining yeah, that situation. It, it's absolutely terrifying. I was opening mine, and I didn't know it was from Jazz at the time, but... I looked up and I was just trying to see if anyone was looking at me thinking, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I basically got a bit of paper, a plastic bit of paper thing that said, um, I owe you, basically. <laughs> Sorry that this, this thing didn't come. And it was in like a little poem thing. It was quite cute. Yeah. Um, and then I just had to go and find it and say, is this from you? So, yeah, this stuff's in the post. <laughs> Right, and I actually, I was. She was like, "I'm so sorry." I was like, "No, that's so good." Now I haven't got to pretend about something yeah. or like, I don't know. Yeah, I was glad. I would be. I wouldn't want to open someone else's. I wouldn't want someone else to open mine. No, terrifying. Oh. Anne had already done mine previously before the party, so I felt pretty good. She'd opened it. She liked it. She wasn't there. Yeah, oh. she loved it. Good. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sorted now. <laughs> got to do the sausage pie thing, and then we're done. Wow, and kind of you, but yours isn't secret. No, <laughs> I think but, you know. But yours from. isn't. Yours clearly wasn't secret. Did Anne know that you had got her the prince thing? Uh, well, because Joe got Nick and I got Anne, we were just like, okay, well then neither of them are coming. We might as well give it to them, and essentially they'll know. So you know, from us. the person you bought for knows. Yeah, that you got. Everyone for them. knows. Everyone. And you know who got for you. So that's not secret Santa at all. No, that's it, just Santa. Absolutely not. Not secret Santa. It never is. Everyone always has to find out in the end. Yeah. Because if I had this IOU and, and nobody told me who it was, I'd just be like, well, <laughs> well, "Who's going to give this thing to me?" But... It's going to arrive on your desk one day, mm-hmm. in like February. Jazz isn't in next week either, and then we're off at Christmas. So I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting it. 
You're not getting a present, mate. No. That is, uh, I've completely forgotten shit, and I'm yeah. at work. Because exactly. I can also imagine the stress of that. It's like when you're a kid and you get to school and you think, I haven't got my pee kit. I like, think to get there and be like, I haven't bought something. I just remembered that stress of forgetting your PE kit. Yeah. Jesus, that was one of the most terrifying things ever at school, wasn't it? Yeah. I have no shoes. Oh, I just have to wear my trousers. <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, it was the worst. Thanks for bringing that up. I, can, I can't imagine you forgot yours that often, though. I did. Did you? Yeah. Partly because, because I feel I like your mum like, would tell you. I had it like four days a week. Did you? Yeah, because I did, did it for GCSE. Oh. Um, so we had it like all the time. That's even less excuse to forget. Yeah, <laughs> just bring it every day. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> every day you're assuming is the one day you don't have pee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Secret Santa. It's okay. Once it's done with, like, there is a lot of relief. Though. Yeah. We do it in my family mm. to prevent. Um, yeah, it's different. Kind of having to split around, but it's not really Secret Santa. It's kind of. Uh, so one person like does the purchasing yeah for one other person but we have like there's like four separate group chats so it's everyone except my mum everyone except my dad everyone except Louise Lizzie and then me so everyone kind of confers on what we're getting and then one person buys one person's present Mm. which kind of works I like it what if you have to buy you know your dad a car and everyone else is buying... Well, we've got a budget, that's the thing. Okay. We set the budge. Nice. Which, yeah, again, no awkwardness, no one... Because sometimes, you, I think maybe people could feel shortchanged or something. If you spent, like, £100 or something, and then you've got, like, a £10 present back, you think, this isn't a fair trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have, I have thought in the past, like, rather than going through the formalities of, I'll spend £200 on you and you spend... Whatever it is. Mm. Should we just spend £200 on ourselves? Yeah. Instead, not very and actually get something that we want. <laughs> That's not Christmassy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't actually suggest that. Um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. But let's move on to the other half of this episode mm-hmm. because that was a good little Christmassy chat that went on for a while. Yeah. Uh, I think we're talking about the Great Escape. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yes, we are. What number year was this at The Great Escape for us as a podcast, not as a, individuals? As a podcast, I believe it was our third. Yeah. Sounds about right. Did we get passes in the first year? No, the first year we just went as paying punters, but very much acted like yeah. we were <laughs> yeah. part of the press corps. <laughs> Made our own little kind of lanyards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the third year. Yeah, and great fun as always. In time, one of the highlights of the Brighton year, and I know regular listeners will feel that they've kind of they've heard it all. We did four episodes, four, five, four, yeah, four, four. Um, in four days, <laughs> much like we're doing now, we seem to be really into these <laughs> daily episodes. God knows why they're Terrifying, a pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're here now. And, yeah, any highlights from The Great Escape that you can think back to all that time ago? I think it was something that I've mentioned to people throughout the year, actually, since um, something that I don't think I ever was buzzing for at the time as much as you were, which was to see Johnny Marr do his little kind of talk. Um, Yeah, all year I've been, I went to see him. Yeah. I actually went and saw him play this or this or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, so that it was nice to kind of have that because I don't. I've never really done something like that at Great Escape before. No. I don't really know where 
so it was it was done with Fender, wasn't it? Mm. So he kind of talked. He basically just talked a bit sort of throughout through his career as like an interview thing. But then he would talk about how he'd written a riff for like how soon is now or whatever, and then play a bit of the riff. And like he wouldn't play a full song or anything. And I don't really know where you would go to see other things like that. But I would go all the time if mm. musicians were putting on like talks about how they write the music and how I came up with this and you know what we did on this bit. Like I would I would love that. It's kind of like uh, like um, Radiohead announce a tour, but instead of it being a tour, it's just them getting up on stage and talking about the album that they just made. I think that'd be brilliant. Like maybe when they're a bit tired of touring, like oh that was exhausting. Now we'll just do another tour of just sitting down and having a nice chat with everyone. Yeah, I'd love that. A band should do that. I wonder how many times you could do that though. You couldn't do a sixty stadium tour, whatever. No, but I bet you could do like. Uh, like London, Manchester, Birmingham, Couple, yeah, Brighton, five, six, seven dates across the UK. <laughs> Brighton's never included. I mean, no, I've just added it because I wanted to come here. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I absolutely loved that too. It was just so, it was so different, but so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to be that close to an absolute icon and hero. By the end, I was front row, and it was just like, oh my god, yeah, like a little dinner lady. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, then, is there anything you? Uh, that was definitely right up there too. Um, the new venue down on the beach I really liked. Yeah. Funnily enough, like my memories of the the kind of opening party before it all even started, when we just wandered down there. Mm, that's it. Yeah. I really liked that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a picture of you looking like a vicar, which yeah. remains one of my highlights of the year, because <laughs> it's just funny. Because um, felt, it felt quite VIP, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. It's the first time we've never really gone and done the industry things normally, even when we've been industry people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool. Obviously, the interviews were massive. Having a Lufa Yanyaram was a massive moment. It's big. Um, yeah. Hers, yeah. Skinny Palembe, Michael Jablonka, all of it. It was it was great. It was such a. It's mad. Yeah, I, I always kind of I think we both get to the end of those, and there's a li- while we're sort of sad that it's over. There's a bigger bit of us that is quite pleased that it's over and then a certain amount of time afterwards you think I'm quite looking forward to doing that again Yeah, and I'm starting to feel like that again I, they put out a promo for 2019 uh, mm. and they said they're keeping the beach venue and they're doing some other new stuff um, and when I saw that video I was kind of like yeah I can't wait yeah it's, it's, uh, it's a bit like kind of we hate going in and out of Glastonbury it's an absolute nightmare and it's just just not fun for anyone but yeah. you absolutely forget about it when you remember what, all the good stuff yeah exactly so yeah the whole podcasting thing is it's hard work yeah but it is so much fun yeah and well we might what, do it differently next year anyway who knows very possibly um watch this space <laughs> because things are changing um and we should probably kind of wrap this episode up because we've been talked long enough for one day um one of the other things i really really liked about this year's uh, little run there was that we closed it by getting back some of our friends from along the way uh, Emily mm. was on the last podcast and so was Lizzie oh, and yeah, we kind of, of talked about our little highlights of the weekend um, I liked that that was fun and we all kind of decided together that our act of Great Escape and our moment of Great Escape all revolved around hers yeah. um, and the pier yeah that evening on the pier in the sun watching a brilliant band having a lot a lot of laughs was really pretty much as good as it gets. It's when everyone was together as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was the one. That was the night. Um, 
So we closed that episode by listening to What Once Was by hers. So let's close this one by doing the same. Nice. Nice. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.